Welcome to the Next Level Show, a health and fitness podcast with a little bit of life. Hosted by Jonathan Alvarez, Gabriel Contreras, and Mike Nillis. We hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome back to the Next Level Show, your one-stop shop for everything health, fitness, life with these two wonderful co-hosts, Mr. Gabriel Contreras and Mr. Dr. Michael Nellis. I can confidently tell the listeners I am consistently the only person in this Zoom chat wearing a shirt. Consistently. That is, that is factually correct. And I am consistently not wearing a shirt. (laughs) I never have a shirt on usually, but Gabe never has any pants on consistently. This is true. This is, this is factual. Like usually, so when we have an interview, you know, it's through Zoom. I yeah. put on a shirt to be respectful, uh, but I never put on pants. So <laughs> if we were to Zoom out and they were to see the full body, they would see a shirt with no pants. So uh, that's that. It almost looks like when, uh, when a girl wears your T-shirt. Just like it. Exactly. <laughs> Just with the, you know, the button down or the, or the hoodie. Whatever it is that you, uh, whatever it is that you, you had. I have a buddy that does that, man. It's really weird. I always ask him why. Did why do you do that? Like that? Yeah. Like, for some reason, like, he has crashed at my house a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. It sounds <laughs> hilarious. But it's so funny, dude, when I walk out, like, the next day. Like, if we, like, been hanging out or we went out to the bars and stuff and, like, you know, he's my best friend. So like, we're like, we're like brothers, but I walk out sometimes and I'm thinking, dude, like at that point, I, if it was me, I'd just be in boxers, you know, I wouldn't care. But it's always f- hilarious. The fact that this man, I always walk out the next day, he's on my couch, his shirt's still on, but his pants aren't. <laughs> so I'm like, he, has, the- he has boxers or something on, right? Or is it just? Yeah, like- yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> but man, I always, it's, I don't know. I don't. That is I, when I sleep, I sleep just with boxers, man. Or butt well, that, naked. That's me. But um, if I'm like, let's just say if I'm at somebody's house, it would be, I would be shorts. I would at least have shorts on. Nah, yeah. man. I'm honestly. Or at least a tank. If I sleep um, in your guys' house, I lock the door. But in most cases, I will have just boxers. Unless, Gabriel, you have daughters, I will wear shorts. But right. if it's just like if a boy were Mike's house, bro, I'm butt naked at Mike's house. <laughs> let's uh let's clarify real quick let's <laughs> let's clarify real quick he's never been butt naked at my house he came over once i fed him steaks that's about the extent of it we had we had a couple coke zeros one thing led to another so was that a trade steaks for for uh for 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 john just being uh, a <laughs> oh man I love like just kind of warming up because the listeners don't know is that we we have things planned, but we're not super scripted. So everything that you listen to is just kind of in the moment. It just kind of gets us going, warming up to get in quote unquote educational mode, you know? So um, there's are some things we, this will be kind of a short episode, but what we wanted to cover is actually some stuff that's going to be very beneficial. Obviously, from what we've seen in the analytics, we've seen that a lot of the, the following and the listeners are female predominantly, right? So yep. uh, I don't know. We seem to attract that. I think it's because we're handsome. Is that why? No, it's probably because well, of the message. You're handsome. <laughs> you are more handsome. 
but no, like is the I think that the message that we tend to kind of share, especially especially because we probably work with primarily female clientele, we've gotten used to speaking in a certain way, and where that message is just easy, you know, to share, and it just resonates, you know. So, in those things, when I make content, it's usually you know having that in mind. I work with a lot of uh, single mothers, nurses. Uh, just women that are really just trying to feel confident again and, and learn how to, you know, be healthy. So a lot of the stuff and questions that I get, which led me to make a post today was, and it kind of like where I'm leading is a couple female myths that we can kind of cover and debunk real quick for our, for our audience that, you know, it still comes up, even though for us, it's like common knowledge people. We think that we just know this, we've been dealing with it for a long time, but I still hear it a lot, hear it a lot. And the common ones is, is the whole toning culture, the toning marketing aspect of fitness. And it's not necessarily because if they say this word, it's a bad thing. And by any means, it doesn't really matter to that degree. But the reason I brought it up, and it's just because someone kind of was actually giving me a little bit of pushback on my, on my post today on Facebook um, nothing offensive. Once again, person super respectful, but it was just funny because they legitimately for, for listeners that don't know when you, someone says toning, it's because they mean like, you're going to, you're not going to be bulky. You're going to be very tight and quote unquote toned when someone is selling a program or a product, women tend to gravitate towards that. A dude doesn't really care about quote unquote toning his biceps. He wants to build his biceps. You know, we want to build muscle. So the marketing aspect of it for women is I typically is that they use the word toning instead of building. It's just a marketing thing that has gotten women to kind of get into the fitness industry. Like <laughs> this person went out of the way and probably Googled toning on the uh, urban dictionary or something. And then send me the, the, the definition because they were, I don't understand the toning debate or like the toning part of your post like what's wrong like what does that mean and i told them like it typically it's just a marketing word they sent me like it's a noun i shit you not she sent me this um which i did thought it, was gr great did it really uh, come from urban dictionary i think so if dude if, if it's coming from urban dick like please don't don't cite urban dictionary at me yeah, no. like i'm i'm not taking you seriously at that point it probably is, man. I don't know. I could, you know I'm pretty sure because this is where like most of, like when I pop up something is like Urban Dictionary, like the one of their first search engines. Yeah. Just comes up. But it's just basically saying, da, 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 da. While you're looking for that, I looked up the, the definition right here in the Oxford Dictionary. It says, it's a verb and it says to give greater strength or firmness to the body or a part of it. Exercise tones up the muscles. Yes. Yeah. So it's, Yeah basically it's a verb greater strength or firmness of the body or muscle therefore one can tone muscles is what she's saying and basically the definition of the word doesn't mean what is actually happening it's just what you understand that the word that they're referencing it's one of the meanings right um so i just find this important because it's not because of the technicality of the word so i love the podcast platform because i can really go into a little bit of depth on this but the, what I'm trying to get at, and you guys will agree, is a lot of times the programs that we'll have our, our female clientele follow is no slightly different, but not really different in the sense of 
you know, lift, they, they're still going to go through a traditional strength phase. They're going to go through just, you know, good muscle building exercises. And we know that them building muscle is going to lend itself better than if we tell them a toning program, which typically, typically will come with high reps, low rest periods, band exercises, tons of isolation movements, which we know has its place, but as a bulk of the, the, the routine that, you know, people should be doing should be coming from strength training. And that's kind of where I was alluding with that. Yeah, it just, whenever I hear that, I kind of, well, I don't necessarily roll my eyes as much as I did before because I used to. Um, now it's more of just kind of like what you're saying. I, I understand what they're trying to say and I get where they're coming from and why they're saying that is because that's just how they've been marketed towards like forever, right? So it's kind of like a tone your body up like a ballerina or Pilates. It tones up your body. No, you're not going to look like a ballerina. Um, because uh, ballerinas have, you know, a certain type of look where their muscle insertions are, right? You're not going to, you know, you're, you're, your arm is not going to grow longer by doing these kind of movements, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, um, yeah, sure, if you want to look like Michael Phelps, go swim. Is your, you know, your torso going to change in how it is now? No, it's not. It's going to stay the same, right? So it's just like, I get what people are trying to say, but uh, even if they tell, like someone actually just told me this uh, last week, last week, and then I said, yeah, sure, you know, we can do that. And then uh, I'm, you, regardless of what they say, you're going to kind of like still lean them towards just strength, tr strength training, tell them the, the benefits of that, and then switch it up and then kind of like gear more, lean more towards the maybe higher reps because you need your strength training and like maybe like one to six, then you go to like to the six to eight and then to the 15s and 20s afterwards, and then they'll, uh, they'll, they'll like where they're going um, as far as aesthetically. But, I mean, it's just something that kind of like just needs to just stop. Uh, we need to just, you know, up our, up our game with, uh, with how we describe stuff. Mike? Yeah, I feel like this is kind of just a word game uh, at a certain point. Like, if you talk to somebody, you can kind of like, as, as personal trainers, we – get the gist of what somebody means when they say, I want to be toned, you know, and, and to that effect, the word is accomplishing what they are intending. We understand what they want. Um, yeah, I disagree with it. It's not something that is technically correct, but if somebody says it, it doesn't really like bother me so much. It gives me the, it gives me the idea of what they're looking to achieve, which is essentially what, English or language is, is meant to do anyways. But, um, yeah, I don't, um, I don't, I don't know how much to, to really add apart from that though. Cause it's, it's the reason I even like brought this up is because like we said, it's a tech, it's a technical thing. And obviously we try to, we're understanding because we see it all the time. It's like, I'm not going to tell a new person coming to me and be like, Tony doesn't exist. Like you, <laughs> like I'm not gonna be a dick about it. But exactly. when I'm presenting information, especially I like was. I know that it's gonna ruffle like some feathers potentially because this might have challenged this person's perception of maybe someone they follow and admire, or what they thought was to be the case. The reason why I have a problem with the word is not because of the, what it stands for necessarily, but the psychological piece that goes behind the word when people buy into fitness. Women still have this, this conception, and guys too, like both of us, that they have to be training a certain way that's 
so different and so like it's a different like species <laughs> like it's it's like we're both human beings we our muscles typically respond to stimulus in a certain way obviously women are not going to bulk up as much as a dude will because we know even for guys it's not that easy but we're not going to build these broad big muscular shoulders and why you know it, it doesn't happen as fast for them so i feel that toning kind of still is turning away a lot of women from maybe going on a bulk or maybe eating more and being okay with gaining some some weight um, because everything is revolving around these these carefully scripted words when i feel like if we can be more transparent that and, and you know obviously explain the context that women will have a lot better relationship with exercise or have, be like okay this seems like this is something i want to do and bring back muscle building where they find it sexy you know marketable versus trying to think tone you think waist trainers you think all these weird wraps these T's, you think little lean muscles, like which is some people will build, but it's essentially just, I feel like in some cases can be taken away and turning off women to finding the, the, a better path for them. Yeah, whenever someone tells me that, I tell them, you know, uh, hey, I don't want to get bulky. I, I just want to tone up. I'm like, well, after I, I kind of explain, I tell them, you know, it's not that easy. It's not like, you know, you overhead press one time and then, oh my God, your, your shoulders are like massive. No, <laughs> it doesn't happen. I've been I trying wish. to do it, you know, for like exactly, for like forever. And if you were to do that, if you were to be the, you know, the 1% of the 1% of the 1% who actually, who that happens to, you know, we'll bottle that up, market it, and then we'll make a million dollars because everybody would want a, a piece of that. Oh, a good amount of people would want a piece I'll of that. I'll buy into it. Exactly. Oh, yeah. I, I would too. So that's kind of like how I kind of like towards um, give them, put them a little bit more at ease saying that it's not one, it's not going to happen overnight Two, it's totally, you know, different from, as you alluded to male and, and females in the sense of, um, uh, you know, you, you have to intake uh, a large amount of calories in order for it to, for that kind of a change to happen, even um, relatively quickly. And just our hormones are just uh, slightly um, different where we wouldn't respond in the same way. So if you have a dude and a chick following the same exact program, lifting the same exact things, you know, the dude might um, respond more to more, there might be more muscle growth uh, for the dude as opposed to the female. Mike. Yeah, absolutely. That's always the point that I make. You simply do not have the, the hormones required to get as bulky as you fear. And even to that degree, like Gabe's mentioning, like jo Jonathan is mentioning, it's not that easy. And I always use myself in his example. Uh, whenever I get that up, cut to come up in conversation or during an assessment, I say, you know, like I understand your, your, um, your worry around that. And it's a very valid worry, but you know, I've been, I've been training pretty hard for about two years straight. And you know, like you can look at me, I'm not like, I'm not a fucking meathead. I'm, I'm in shape. You can tell that I exercise by no means am I giant. And that's with two years of very hard work actually pursuing that goal. So, you know, if you're talking about a natural person who's not supplementing with too terribly much, then it's pretty challenging to achieve even as a guy. And even going down to my younger dudes that are, you know, 18, they're, they're chemically in their prime. They don't put crazy amounts of muscle on. They definitely have an edge over someone that's my age, but, it's not as uh, as drastic as some people fear it to be. And what happens when, let's just say they buy into that, they agree, they trust you, 
Um, you explained it perfectly. And it great, man. All of your, exactly. You and then you ask them like, hey, you know, how, so how are things? How how are you feeling? How are you looking? And you're like, oh, I feel great. I um access to um. So the, remember, I was telling you these two um sisters that I'm training, um, athletes. So we're doing the strength phase. We actually finished the strength phase um, last week. We're starting more like um, uh, since they're athletes, soccer athletes, I'm just trying to build up their work capacity. So we're going to be doing like, you know, some sled work, uh, a lot of um, movements using that. And I asked them like, so how, are, how, how was this experience for you? Because they really haven't, haven't had a, a, a dedicated, long focus on building strength. And one of them was just like, oh, you know, I put on my shorts and they felt like spandex. And I was just like, well, what do you think about that? She's like, oh, great. You know, th that was awesome. You know, I haven't had that, you know, in a, in a while. So it just kind of like, you know, I reemphasized and said, okay, well, see, this is what happens when you train in this kind of way. This is what we were looking for. We did, we did want to build some amount of strength because it will um, carry over to our power movements. And um, but we don't want to do too much because, again, they're athletes. But it just lends itself to once they actually do trust you, they will enjoy um, the outcome or where it's going. And the great thing about this is like, you know, for this individual um, that they want to, you know, hey, I'm building, I see that, you know, I'm building my glutes, my legs are filling out, my pants are filling out. Oh, hey, you know what? I'm awesome where I'm at. Let's just stop here. Okay, fine. We can stop there. We can um, do some things either to maintain or just switch our focus. Or if to, for the other person that wants to continue and see exactly where they can push their body, we can kind of like keep on keep on uh, on this same path and just see how much we can grow. So the great thing about this is that it's totally customizable. You can stop at any kind of point. I feel great here. Okay, let's stop here and let's just switch our focus and do something else. No, I like that. I think that if you um, if you're a listener and you obviously are a female listening to this part of information, even for the guys, like this is good stuff to share and like your partner or share to your friends that may be coming to you and asking you stuff. You know, it's important to like make it, you know, make it normal. I feel like if you can just uh, come to terms with building muscle is a good thing. That means a really, really good thing for you. Uh, though as a byproduct, you're going to get the look that you're chasing ultimately. That's like literally what we want to kind of drive home with this particular part because the whole like lifting heavy is going to make me bulky. It's really not that hard. It's not really, sorry, it's really not that easy. So keep in mind that it's a, you're going to get everything you want by understanding that we want to build muscle that's what you you don't think you want but that's exactly what you want um that tight toned quote-unquote look is that's what's happening you are building muscle that's what they do they either build or they shrink so if you can i just want to make that more normal because even though we talk about it um and i say that to my clients the ones that experience it the level of confidence goes up. They feel great as a byproduct. They're noticing, they're noticing how much more like naturally they have more curves. They, they feel feminine. They, they look feminine. They don't, I've never trained a girl and they just turn into like a, a manly dude. Like it just doesn't happen. So we didn't, we definitely, um, I just wanted to kind of get that out there. <laughs> Thanks John for training me. Yeah, she's like <laughs> her voice changes and everything. No. Thanks, bro. Um, thanks, man. That was awesome. <laughs> I'd be fucking pissed because I'll be like, damn, what the fuck did I do? And like, why am I not doing it? Yeah, that? right. Exactly. I was just about to say that. Um, but 
Yeah. So in other words, uh, we got a couple, we got a topic that I think would be worth covering because I know some in other States, the gyms are finally coming to place. We had a, uh, one of our people, I can't remember the name off the top of my head cause I can't find that post, but I remember it was revolving around muscle memory. Um, a lot of people during the COVID, uh, initial quarantine shutdown were freaking about freaking out about losing all their progress. And I think it's important to kind of kind of cover that, you know, another thing that's kind of out there in the fitness space that hovers is about muscle memory. Is it real? Is it, is this phenomenon actually a thing or is it just made belief? And I just wanted to kind of give my two cents that it is a very legitimate thing. Um, if you're someone that has been consistent or has put in the time to build some muscle in the past, the great thing about muscle is that even though you can lose it from being inactive and shitty diet and just not taking care of yourself, if any significant amount of muscle, you can get it back and more. Uh, you can get that initial muscle that you had built originally faster than the first time it took to put it on, which is great news for anyone coming out. So don't freak out. You're going to get it back and then you're going to be able to be right back where you were. You just got to be a little bit patient and it's going to come back faster than you think. It's a 100% real thing. Um, I think all three of us can attest to the effectiveness or how real it is because look where we're at now. I mean, like, I don't, I don't think any either one of us made some kind of drastic change from, you know, when we our gyms were shut down up until now. I mean, uh, we all three of us had different types of ways to stay active. Like I myself, um, what did I do? I was, uh, I, I've said I used to play basketball. I was just shooting around. Um, every now and then I would take out the sled and just push that around. Um, did some walks. Um, totally different from before when I, when I stopped the gym altogether for, uh, for other reasons, like when I was taking care of my daughters. Um, and I feel like I look pretty, you know, fine. I mean, like, am I slightly smaller? Yeah, but not something crazy. I, like my gains didn't just fall off. And I'm not that far off from where I was before. And did I start maybe a little bit too cautious and too slow once gyms opened up again? Yeah, but I'd rather be a little bit too cautious than overconfident and overtrained and be, um, you know, just, just go overboard. You know, I've taken the time to really address certain kind of issues that I've had, like I've mentioned with my hip and my feet. And um, I, I feel awesome. I feel like, you know, the, everything is back. I mean, like I said, all three of us are, are, are um, proof that this is a muscle memory is a real thing because of the time you mentioned, John, the time that we put in there. Now, we, if we would have just started the gym, like, let's just say, you know, in January or in February, then, yeah, it might have not had stood around because of the time that we put in was very, very short. But we've been doing this for years and years and years, you know, some uh, maybe a little bit more than others because they're a little bit older. But um, it's, you know, it's, that, that's why it's, it's, it, we were able to kind of like stick it out and be fine. So now it's like, for instance, I was just talking to Mike uh, right before we started. And I said, hey, you know, I haven't trained in like three days. Am I bugging out? Am I thinking, oh my goodness, everything's going to fall off? No, I mean, it's just how it happened, how the weekend happened, how life goes on. And I'm perfectly fine. I'm not freaking out because I know that I went, what, two, three months without training and I'm fine. So I can go three days without training and I'll be fine because I'm going to go train today. Yeah, I've always got the, uh, I always have this conversation when it comes up during like an assessment or anytime I'm talking to anybody um, about exercise in general. We have two types of muscle memory. The, the, the one is the famous one that allows you to ride a bike for the first time in five years and, you know, be able to just get on and start pedaling and you kind of figure it out as you go along. But 
The other kind is your brain recognizing the stimulus of exercise. And you'll definitely see some carryover from what you used to exercise. If you're somebody like me, when I was between the ages of 14 to like 23, I never trained legs. So my body doesn't have as much experience with legs. I have a much harder time developing my legs because my brain is just less aware of them as, as a whole. But my upper body, my arms, uh, my back, those things are so easily developed because I spent so much time in my youth just hammering those into the ground day in, day out, week on, week out. Um, and the same thing applies to just about everybody. This is why I always ask during a conversation about training with me. It's like, what sort of experience do you have in a gym? What sort of sports did you play? I want to know what your body is used to using uh, when it's moving. So if you have this same background as me, I know that squats and deadlifts and all those leg exercises, they're going to be a little bit more challenging for you than the bench press, the shoulder press, all of those other upper body movements. So I think it definitely um, takes time to develop that, that kind of muscle memory, like Gabe's saying, where you can't just work out for three months, take three months off, and then get right back to it like nothing happened. You definitely need some years under your belt probably, but it's, it's definitely a real thing. And I mean, my own personal uh, anecdotal evidence of that is, is becoming very true right now because of what I experienced with my elbow. I couldn't bench, I couldn't shoulder press for just about a year. And I, coming back into the gym, I was expecting those numbers to just be embarrassingly low. And I'm already up to, you know, being able to rep out 165, 185 on bench, which is pretty much right where I was before my elbow started hurting. So, um, in almost no time flat, certainly not as long as it took to build there the first time. So, no, I agree. I think that it's um, if you've put in at least at least a good year of consistent training, you'll have definitely that muscle memory kick in. Um, you need to put like like I said, it can't be like you just worked out for a month consistently and then yeah, it's probably not going to be as much of a drastic noticeable change. But if you're someone like you know, you said like Mike, uh, Mike's been super consistent for two years, like consistent. Like he it's I think the most you've gone without training, maybe a week. And that's because you intentionally took off, but like yeah. overall, man, you've been pretty consistent. And I think that that's important to make an emphasis on is that muscle memory exists for those that have been consistent. So for those that have been, you know, on it, you know, most of the time, and then this kind of happened and threw a little bit of a wrench, not to worry. It, all that hard on muscle may appear to have gone away or you look a little flatter just because you're not stimulating the muscles as much, but that's going to come right back because, you know, even though there's this mis there's other big misconception um, that muscle just will just fall off your body. It's not necessarily the case. A lot of times is the, how you're hydrating, how you're training, how you're eating that's going to affect the look of the muscle, but the tissue itself is not going to vanish. And from instantly, if you're, unless you're like legitimately bed rest and you haven't moved your body, you probably won't atrophy that fast. So just something to keep in mind for those that may be thinking that good luck coming back. You guys are going to really love the gains again uh, that are, you're going to get for sure. Yeah, it's it's like if you were to get a you know break your arm and you have your arm in a cast where it's not moving whatsoever for like what a couple of weeks, yeah, it's gonna look much significantly smaller because it just stood in one fixed position for an extended period of time. But we're not doing that, right? We're just moving around. We're doing stuff. We're you know hopefully you know getting around 
and, and staying active in some capacity, right? Whether it be just walks, bike ride, um, whatever, a couple push-ups, you know, every, every other day or something like that, you know, it's just as long as you're doing something, you will be okay. Now, that being said, we are our worst critics, so we will notice things that, you know, someone else might not like, you know, I can probably tell you, oh, you know, I, I feel like, you know, this is not looking all that great or that's not looking all that great. And I did have this conversation with myself um, during um, quarantine. But again, after I, I started again, I'm, I, I feel like I'm just as good or back where I was um, before this all started. Actually, I feel like even a little bit stronger than what I was before, uh, maybe because of the shift in focus that I that I took while during quarantine and even after after the fact. So um it's just uh, you, you'll be good. Promise. That is a promise. I don't feel like I'm as strong as I was, but I definitely can tell that my body starts to shift again and fill out. Like it, you know, that's the thing. Like muscles, a lot of times are more illusions than anything, depending on how you're eating and stuff. But um, yeah, you'll, you'll get it back. It's a real thing. Muscle memory definitely is a thing. I think that's the only thing that we really had to discuss on this episode. I, I think I, I do have a question for you guys. This has been happening to me um, and we don't have to go super in depth to this, but my left bicep has been twitching randomly. Do you have any idea? I've looked up and of course, WebMD tells me I have just terminal cancer and all these other awful things, but yeah, it just ran. Like I'll just be sitting on the couch, petting the cat, watching one piece or whatever. And my bicep starts twitching uncontrollably. I I have no idea what's going on. It's really weird. Petting the cat. um i don't know man to be honest i wouldn't be able to give you an exact answer it happens to me sometimes but i think it's no different like than if your eye twitches is just like a nerve thing it could be just i was just gonna say that that happens to me where like you know my like you know eyebrow where you just start twitching Mm -hmm. um i don't know where and it just feels super weird um i get that where uh either like my shoulder or my chest where just to kind of get like a little bit of a twitch but i it goes away and I, I, I don't think much of it because there's no pain associated with it uh, at any point in time. Um, yeah. It doesn't hurt. Just curious. I'm just sitting there and I like turn my head and I look down at it and it's just, just twitching away. I'm like, huh. And I poke it and it keeps twitching. And I poke it again. It keeps going. I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> I love it. wonder what that is. Yeah, no, it's like, I, that's literally, I would be lying if I gave you an answer, man. Um, but with that being said, it's a quick episode, Gabe. Hold on. Yes. I got a question. Oh, I for forgot your section of the episode. Exactly. Take it away. What is blue and not very heavy? Light blue. Ah, that's, that's pretty clever. I know where you get your dad jokes from now. Eh, I get them from a whole different places, you know, just, a little bit from here, a little bit from there. Little, I did little, see that one in a popsicle stick. Uh, exactly. You know, you yeah. got to finish up the whole, you know, the whole ice cream in order to get the full joke. Otherwise you get half the joke. I, uh, I may or may not have subscribed to that subreddit. Oh, well don't <laughs> <laughs> it's like get out. You're not a dad. Um, <laughs> with that being said, listeners, I hope you guys enjoys this shorter version of the next level show podcast. If you guys like this episode, go ahead and please rate, leave us a rating and review if you haven't. And if you don't want to miss a beat, Go ahead and subscribe. We're dropping about three episodes a week consistently, so you don't miss on that. 
And if you want to follow us on Instagram, actually before that, follow us on our, where we got these questions from on our private Facebook group. It's called the next level show private forum. Look us up on Facebook, send us a request. You'll be more, we'd be more than happy to have you on there and just chit chat. Uh, a lot of good things coming. And if you want to follow us on Instagram where all the cool kids are at uh, the next level show you can follow my personal page at John Elva seven. Gabe is at prime and glory and Mike is at Mike Miller's BT.